Welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. You're now listening to MIA Radio. Who put this thing together? DJ Kev. DJ Zaya. Let me holler at my real Miami motherfuckers. Wait, 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 wait. This is that Zaya Cash shit, though. Yo, yeah. Lo mejor en Miami, bro. You already know. They're going to shut down the city with this shit right here. Zaya Cash, best in the city, bruh. Bruh. But it's going to be a podcast? MIA everything. I'm still lost. I'm me too. I don't know Yo, what's going on. Yo, I still want to listen to it, though. It's Zaya Cash, bro. Oh, shit. I'm down. 305 Miami shit. Yo, 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 it's MIA Radio. Yes, we are back for another one. Another we a, one. We got a legend in the building, bro. We have a pending guest who's been a pending, pending guest. Yes, he's been on, on the on the deck for, for a minute since we started the podcast. Yeah, so. But he's been, he's he's West Coasting, so we were trying to catch him. Back and forth, back and forth. We finally got him in town. <laughs> we're able to, to squeeze in a little time of his. The one and only coin slot is in the building. Coin slot was good. Was good, brother. Miami legend was up. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. So we got a we got a lot to talk about, but I me personally, I known you since I mean Kaz introduced me to you a while back and we used to do those shoe events. Yeah. That's how I know you. But I don't really know how you even got into art. I don't even know like I remember one day I just went on your Instagram and you were popping like but obviously it wasn't overnight. Yeah. So, I mean, like, when did you start getting into art? When did you start drawing? Like, how did this all... Because you're, like, you're doing it right now. So, like, I, I always used to draw as a kid. I always used to draw. But I feel like it takes a while to take something serious. Like, at first, everyone assumes when you're young, something has to be a hobby. It's not, right. like, like, your passion, how you're going to move forward. Especially coming from Hispanic parents where, like, oh, you need a degree. You need to go to school. So I never really paid attention to it until, like, honestly, my mom, like, I was supposed to go to a school that was, like, an F school or whatnot. And they're like, yo, there's no way I'm going to allow you to go there. And then, like, she kind of made me, like, go to a school called New World School of the Arts. And she made me, like, do, like, um, auditions. I just did it, but at the time already, I already had gotten the transfer from Jackson High to Miami High for being in that school. So it was like I was already starting my ninth grade year there, and then turns out I ended up getting accepted into the art school. And I literally went in there. I'm like, oh, I don't want it. And they're like, excuse me, what do you mean you don't want it? Like, this New World is the one, the high school where only you only get accepted. It's all arts. All one out of a thousand students get accepted to a school. Wow, probably more than that actually, because people from all over the world apply for it. And I was turning it down as a 10th grader because you're supposed to go in on a ninth grader. And then like, I beg for you to reconsider. And I'm like, no, it's okay. I want to play football. Stupid little high school. want to be stud. Yeah, and then I'm like, and then my mom literally one day, she comes up to me and she lies to me. And she goes like, hey, we got to go to your, your Miami high because your sister's getting detention or whatnot. And I'm like, all right, cool. And my school didn't have uniforms, so I'm dressed out like I'm going a regular day. And then turns out that I, my mom throws the uniform in my face, saying like, "Hey, this is your new school." <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> like, oh my, like you're part of the new world. I'm like, "Oh damn it, bro, whatever." You got bamboozled. But oh, yeah, I got tricked. And then yeah, and then honestly, after that, I got kicked out of New World for being dumb. Start still trying to hang out with my Miami high friends yeah. and stuff like that, and not taking my art seriously. And it took me like seeing like took me like going to like i was my junior year going to senior and it's like the senior showcase have you ever seen the movie step up part one where all the kids yeah. are literally getting ready for this new like their senior showcase mm -hmm. that's exactly how it was and i bursted into tears i'm like 
I fucked up. I did the wrong decision. This is where I should have stayed at. Like seeing all that stuff. And then I guess getting kicked out was like that wake up call for me. Yeah. And it was like my, cause like if I would have <laughs> stuck there, I would have gotten a full scholarship to any art college I wanted. But like, the, in that school, did they have like, I mean, I don't, did they have the type of art that you do now? Like, or well, was it very it, traditional? It was like, very traditional. Like, it's like, how can I say it? It's like a lot of people go like, oh, schools destroy artists, at least their creativity. I beg to differ. Like, it destroys creativity if you allow it to destroy it, but it does give you an edge over everybody else when it comes to your skills, your craft, your line work. Your, you're not. You can only learn so much by yourself without having someone teach you how to color blend, use acrylics the right way, oils. So that was an advantage of New World. But getting kicked out, like I was, they were said, that I was irresponsible. I was too street that they saved my life. Like I'm like, yo, guys, Miami High is not that serious, bro. Yeah. Like, this is like this, and Miami, Miami High is Miami High. Yeah, Miami High is Miami High, but it wasn't what it used to be. But the new yeah. the the students, or correct me if I'm wrong, but like at New World, it's like they've been doing art and dance and all that like most of their yeah. child life. So like that's something they were like their or their parents really drilled into them. Like yo, you're going to New World, like for a lot of their majority of their young years yeah and it's crazy because a lot of them take it really really serious and right. a lot of people have come out of there and been successful actors uh one of them is like that miami's own john carlos yeah uh, the writer like a four he started off that commercial years ago and now he's doing comerciales and he's doing novelas yeah. and he's in santo domingo on tour so it took me getting kicked out of new world and then going back to miami high to be like and then seeing my old school and being able to go head to head with them in an art competition. And I like went head to head and I did very good. And I was like, all right, bro, time to get my shit together and like really focus on my art. And right. that's when like, <clears throat> it was the beginning of really taking my art seriously before it was just like, oh, I draw, get a check every now and then, but like doing murals and everything, it had to be literally after high school. And that's when I got picked up by an art gallery at Winwood. So I was right after high school. Right after high school. Like, right after high school, fresh out of high school, probably a year and a half in, I got picked up by a gallery in Wynwood, um, which is no longer there no more because everything's closing in Wynwood. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Damn, did you go back to New World? Like, yo, check me out. Nah, it kind of <laughs> sucks because, like, I'm like, I don't hold no hard feelings anymore on stuff like that. I try to let go of a lot of it. It's like, like, I feel like uh, Los Angeles has matured me a lot working with a lot of, like, like when I used to think Miami is a massive facade, I, it's like LA is like a facade on steroids. Times 10. It's like, yeah. So it's like, then that's when I realized I'm like, man, like I wish I could go back and say like F you to like everyone, all of my teachers that like didn't believe in me. But like, it sucks because when I really blew up, like two and a half years before they both died. <coughs> oh, wow. So it's like, they never really got to see my rise. <laughs> it's man, like, damn, so it's a bittersweet, <coughs> but it's like, yeah. So you got out of high school and you started doing galleries here and there, but when was it like that you decided to move to LA or that you started getting notoriety? Or what LA? was, what was, I mean, no, cause we can talk. I mean, I, I know more of, of right. and stuff. Like let's talk Miami, um, like your come up in Miami, like when you started getting traction and then when you started doing right before you started doing the events like the sneaker events like what was going on through your head and what led to like the sneaker events that you were doing so what led to it was like obviously you guys have always been into sneaker collecting for a good minute right so um what led to it was like i really didn't have any real like i was working regular jobs and then like the sneaker thing came around and culture kings in miami in the miami district which we could talk about that story yeah. later but um <clears throat> 
and I started really collecting shoes. And then at that time already, like in high school, I started customizing sneakers for the basketball team. Like little, without knowing what the hell this was, no like Angelus paint. This we're talking yeah. about acrylic with pens and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then like one kid one day was like, yo, customs, you killed it. And I'm like, yo, that name sounds catchy. And I stuck with customs before I turned into coin slot. Right. So that happened and I'm like, oh, there's an avenue here. Like I might be able to, mind you, so like, after customizing those shoes, like I started getting a pretty good collection from my age at the time. It wasn't about the hype. I had a nice, at the one point I had the Freddie SBs, right. which are going for like 17,000 now, absurd number. Um, so I had a decent collection. So I would go to these sneaker events, like DXE, yeah. like before sneaker cons, Dunk Exchange. Dunk Exchange. We were going to Dunk Exchanges, um, and they were doing them at Mecca. Like the only, the first time I went That's to Mecca, right. it was yeah. for a Dunk Exchange. Yeah. And like I started working with them, and it was like, oh, this is where all these fucking kids come. Like, Metropolis. All yeah, these yeah, that's what I'm places. saying. Like, there was but, a one like every week. Like, yeah, but for things. for a while back then, remember we went to fucking uh, Fort Lauderdale to the the Hard yeah, Rock yeah. Opium. Yeah, we went to some there. We went to all those. So like, we were in in the fucking. I mean, and I was coming from San Antonio where like I was super deep in a scene and like to doing the events to being like an outsider. And uh, us three with, with with Nico, we would all go, and it was like. We would have different shit because all the little like high piece kids would all have the same sneakers and we would have like older stuff or we would have like, you know, you'd have like the Freddies or like some crazy, crazy like shoe that nobody would see. And all the kids would be like, oh, and then like yeah. they would all pass their shoe around. They'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like looking at it and looking at it. So from there on, I mean, I think that's what kind of led to just doing your own events. Cause it, what led to my own events is like Gary, like, like Gary will hook me up with the admissions. But then like I realized I'm like, like something's going on here and people are starting to know who I am. There's a buzz going around. And like Gary will walk up to me and goes like, hey man, let me tell you something, bro. These kids keep asking about you. And I'm like, what? It's like, yeah, they keep asking about you if you're here. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And that shout out to Gary, I love him to death, but at the same time, like I feel like if you don't innovate, like stuff starts to fall. Right. Yeah. That's the rise of SneakerCon. Right. Because it really, like they literally studied the plot and they're like, hey, how can we make this better? Right. And they made it better. Like the what sucked about these clubs is the fact like there was shitty lighting, so yeah. people were getting scammed with like crack shoes or fake shoes. Because mm-hmm. at the time, like that's when the fakes started getting get better getting compared really good, to like yeah. the really bad fakes back then. And then the same thing happened. I told myself like, bro, like, like you know what? I'm gonna try this. Like if if I'm if I'm starting to get a lot of these kids already asking about my sneaker collection, I'm like, I think I'm gonna give it a shot. And that's around the same time that I started becoming Coin Slot. Like I buried the name Customs. And I'm like, I want to be known. Not for sneakers, but I want to be known for my art career. And that's why I said, like, you know what? I'm Koisat. Move forward. My character started having the inserts. But around the same time, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to create my own shoe event. It started, what you started with me, it was, like, at the fire hall. It's like, yeah. right here, like, little shitty small It spot. was by, by, by my, remember my, by my, my old crib on the river? Yeah. It was on 20, like, 22nd and 17th. And, like, I, at this time, like, at this point, I'll, I'll say it, like, because it's over. Like, it was, like. At the time for me, it was a lot of money, but it's like it's damn cheap. It's like renting the venue was like five hundred bucks, and paying Rigo at the time his his cost, and <clears> renting <throat> the tables out. And I'm like, yo, there's money to be made here. I'm like, so that's when I started getting that entrepreneurial mindset already. And I'm like, dude, there's ways to for like a kid to not have to work a nine to five, do what he loves, and it just started escalating. And then like the reputation started catching up behind me, and then obviously. What ended up happening with that? The whole term souls and hoes came around. Yeah. I started realizing, like, how can I take this event even higher? 
And I'm like, well, these kids are all horny. Like, <laughs> like, like for real, like these kids are all horny. And I remember this, this was like a very, I remember I told you, I was like, dog, if you want to get into that lane, there's no getting out of that lane. It's true. And, and I told you, I was like, dog, if you want to get into that lane, there's no getting out of that lane. That's it. But it's funny that you say that because it makes sense. Like you have these young kids that are into shoes and into fashion, into this, and it's like, what else can you mix in there? They're in their puberty <laughs> at this point. Their hormones are through the roof. But he's absolutely right what he said. He says like, once you get into slain, you're never gonna get out. Yeah. And it took me a very, very long time to lose that negative connotation. Like, yeah. oh, that's coin like He hangs out with porn stars. Yeah. And that's why I started booking the adult film stars to these events. The prices went from what were we charging the first event ten dollars. Yeah, I started charging twenty dollars at the door. The event started to get much bigger, much bigger traffic, and it wasn't just the kids coming out this time. Not like yeah, the yeah, parents that, were coming out with their kids. He wasn't oh, dropping them off. I want to make sure that was safe. Like the, the dad was there to see the babysitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then like it started getting crazy because these kids started getting these like very like like crazy like the parents started taking crazy pictures yeah. with the stars, and then like those pictures started to go out. I'm like. We need to start going to Coinside. We need to start going to Coinside. And then it got to a point where, like, once again, once you're in, you're out. You can't get out. It almost, like, became, like, that was the death of the Coinside events. Yeah. Because, like, as much as it brought traffic, the kids were like, what star is coming this time? Yeah. And if it wasn't a star, it's like, well, I'm not going. Damn. Yeah, it was associated with that. Yeah, and that's when the shift of consignment stores, like, daily started coming yeah. in the picture already. And people were like, what's the point of me paying $20 to go into an event where I could go into a consignment and pick up my favorite shoe and just walk out? The times were changing. That's like, yeah. in my opinion, when, like, the death of the sneaker community was and it's the rise of the resale community. Yeah, it's and, different. And it's different. And that's how I started really coming out of the Miami scene. And that's how I started building a name and then came to Art Battles. Which I started to do. So you you started doing events, and then you kind of saw that that was already on the decline. Yeah, and that was like this is a time to bounce. So I'm still at the top. And you that's when you decided to move to LA, or you were still like that was literally towards like the last <laughs> couple of three events where like, I started losing that support, and I kind of got into like this very negative like oh Miami's against me type thing because I've given the city so much and having shows, art shows, and getting kicked out by so like I got kicked out of by the gallery that I was with. And Moinwood, like literally a week and a half before my solo show was supposed to happen. Like it was printed on magazines, everything. Something happened between me and him where he kicked me out of the gallery and I was very depressed. And then luckily, Xavier from Foot Soldiers gave me the mm -hmm. opportunity because Foot Soldiers at the time had their pop up in Winwood, was right next to my gallery. And then I'm like, well, can this, the artworks frame, what can we do? He goes, like, bro, we can empty out the space, we could do it. I literally did a show right next to my neighbor. My gallery is called My Neighbors Don't Like Me. Wow. And that's why it's, the art started getting traction. It's like, well, Coinsat's no, wait, Coinsat's no longer the guy we think of porn stars as sneakers. Mm -hmm. Coinsat's an artist. And people didn't know that until back in the days, you'll see me at events. I'll show up with these Kanye prints and right. good cutty shits like, that I printed. Yeah, you, you, you used, to have, used to have these drawings. And like, I mean, it's pretty much. Like, if you want to turn around and show people the back of, of this hoodie. So it's kind of like this collage concept of like, well, this one's all Miami shit, you know. But you would have these different concepts of these collages. And it would start with like, like you said, Kid Cudi. And you would make the big Kid Cudi uh -huh. drawn. And then it would be the different references shit. around around the artist. So it'd be like one big piece of paper. And it'd be like Kid Cudi. And it would have like the Nikes here. It would have like... You know the man on the moon it would have like all the different things and mm -hmm. you just you would have them all the time and it'd be like you know the kanye wanted to kick and people would 
if you knew, we always knew that you had them on you. Like, it was mm-hmm. like, yo, like. You got a poster with you. Yeah. Can I buy a poster? And the poster at the time were like $15, $10. Mind you, we and they were and, and they were like drawn with like, with a pen. Like, I'm talking about like a big regular pen. Like, uh, And I was still mixing watercolor shitty markers. I had, I didn't know the markers I use now. It took me learning. But yeah, it and that's when people start getting like an idea, like, oh, he actually draws. And, and yeah, it just like, started taking real, off. And real. that's around the time where I'm like, I think I've given Miami my all and seeing other artists, which I don't put other artists down, like they're still doing the same things. So this is when I started, I'm like me drawing on the Wynwood side of the street, like check out my Instagram and give him like, I'm like, bro, I need to leave. Like I need to leave. Like the last couple of events weren't good. I'm like, I got in this stage where I'm like, maybe Miami's not for me. Well, at the time, at least, because I'm always where I'm, I'm love Miami, love Miami to death. It's my city. I rap it. I have tattooed on me. It's like, like, let's try something new, a new chapter. Did you feel like you weren't getting the love you deserved in Miami? Honestly, yeah. And I feel a lot of people go through that right now. Like, yeah. a lot of people go through that right now. As yeah, it's, a, it's, it, it's an artist thing. And I think also, I mean, we've all gone through it, too, you know, like. Um, I mean, Zaya left. I I constantly travel for that reason. Yeah. People don't. People think that oh, you're out there for this. I'm like, no. I I travel because I'm frustrated with Miami and I want to go DJ somewhere. Like, no offense, where I know I'm better than a lot of people, and I learn from people's um, um, innocence and people's like not knowing the whole thing. So like, I go DJ in these cities and I hear these DJs play like that don't know what they're doing is completely fine, but they're just doing it. And I learned so much from that. So like, and cause, and then I come back to Miami and I'm like, you know what? It's not that bad. And I can yeah. deal with it for another few months. Yeah. It's and like, you bounce it's, again, it, yeah. it's healthy. Cause I feel like when you're doing the same thing after a while, you just get, and you're not getting any results. You get like frustrated. And especially if it's creative, you're yeah. like, yo, like, what am I doing here? And you just, that's like why I left to Vegas. And then I, the same thing, but then over time, I started to appreciate Miami more, yeah. when, like throughout the couple of years that I was in Vegas, because I was like, yo, now I think it's like, you gotta, you gotta leave to appreciate yeah. what what you were missing. But um, yeah, I mean, I could, I could see how you wouldn't feel the love, especially after you're doing the events yourself, which is like harder than just, I mean, I'm speaking from like a DJ where like you get booked, you do a gig and you go home. Mm-hmm. When you're putting your money, your time, and your own effort, it's like yeah, it's a different story when it's you're doing the whole setup and it's like you from start to finish. Because we would be there. I mean, I would be there when you were already there, and you were there with your parents and everything. And like, I would show up, and then you know we would eat shit after the event for another hour. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's bro, you were there for like eight hours. You know, like, yeah. And then when people like talk shit or like, oh, why isn't this porn star here? Mm-hmm. Or this, it's like, <clears> or why is it? Or the worst part was like the same people that supposedly are holding you down wouldn't share a flyer wouldn't do anything but then show up to the event and like yo this shit's dead and tell their homies not to come instead of helping oh, and I'm, like, yeah. I'm like damn bro this, yeah. this is rough this is like how I, like now I have this inside joke where like I'll say something and no one will say anything I'll literally like tough crowd like like <laughs> that's one new thing I'm like I try not to get mad I just brush that's it off great. like tough crowd keep it going but yeah that was around the same time where I'm like I need to go and then one of the chicks I started booking for the events, like, which I'm not going to name. We had a falling out, so I'm not going to name her. She gave me the opportunity where she goes like, oh, Alex, like I'm getting frustrated. Like Literally, she was like, the only friend I had at the time was like, I'm moving to L.A. And I was like, what? What do you mean you're moving to L.A.? Like, 
dude, like, I we're just becoming great friends. What are you doing? Like, yeah, I'm leaving to L.A. Sorry, I didn't tell you sooner. And there was this one kid with her at her house. And he goes, like, he literally, he, his name is Ari. He goes, like, oh, me and Koisa will help you move your stuff. And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like, what do you mean, yeah, me and Koisa? Like, like, yeah, like, uh, well, we could, like, just get a big-ass U-Haul and fill your stuff up and we'll, we'll, we'll drive to L.A. I'm like, dude, like, I got my driver's license late, like at 24, 25. Like, I didn't need it. I was riding public trans. I've never <laughs> ridden past Key West by myself. He's like, yeah, we got a big ass truck. He's like, and what about the car? I'm like, yeah, we can put a trailer on that and like drive it across it's the rough, country. Man. I've never driven a trailer. I've never driven a U-Haul. I've never driven a truck. And then I'm like, all right, I guess I'm in it at this point. Well, I'll help you do the move. And I drove over there. We finally get there. And then that person was like, Oh, I'm sorry, but the second we get there, he's like, ah, I'm actually going to Vegas tomorrow. I'm like, almost like, oh, we drove over here for yeah, you, and for then you're telling us to go fuck ourselves. Right. And then she started busting down. She got emotional. I didn't mean it, and then I realized like she was genuine about it. But the opportunity, she's like, oh, you could crash here in the meantime. I've never been to LA. That was the first time. I still haven't moved yet. This is me just helping her move her stuff. And then when I was there, I started meeting people, like literally meeting big people. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And I ended up meeting some people and then I ended up flying back to LA. Like I ended up flying back to Miami at that point and then I flew back and I flew back. I drove, she flew me back and then like two months later I wanted to see her again. So I flew over there and that was a trip which changed my life forever. That's the trip where like I met a group of guys uh, by the name of Hawkers. They're like 30 under 30, a Forbes magazine in Spain. And they were like, so originally I met Bobby Hundreds. <sighs> oh, get into it, dog. That's why you're here, bro. <laughs> I met Bobby Hundreds. Like, I have the Hundreds tattooed on my arm. I'm, I was always a big fan. I think, like, Bobby Hundreds and Ben Hundreds, like, they brought a lot into the streetwear because they did it different. Like, they were the first ones to create a blog. And yeah. people were on their website, not just necessarily for their brand, but the story behind the brand. The eating out, the taking pictures of up and coming guys, Alex Rodriguez, et cetera, et cetera. So I always looked at these guys as my hometown, like as not hometown, as my heroes. I'm like, damn, I want to be like these guys. So I will meet them out at events. I'll never forget like one day, like I met him, which is in the documentary. You guys could go see the blueprint of, of um, Bobby Hundreds. Mm, yeah, like at the end when he's signing, he's doing that doodle of that house, that painting on the, he put it next to it so it looks like it's his, but it's not. Like, you could see my signature on that. I drew Bobby 100 and Ben. And it's funny because, like, it must have meant so much for him to yeah. grab that specific piece and have it on that specific scene. So I told him one day, I'm like, hey, bro, like, I'm trying to hopefully one day make the transition to go to L.A. He's like, yeah, man, that'll be great. Whenever you're here in L.A., let us know. We'll, we, we will love you for you to get down on the warehouse. Fine. Do a mural. Um, that's around the same time at the Hawkers. And I told uh, told them like, all right, dude, yeah, that's great. I started working with the hawkers, and they're like, hey, how serious are you about making a living out here? And I'm like, bro, I'm really serious. He's like, you're really talented, bro. Like, um, how about I move you out here? Like, like you can stay with me. Um, so I'm like, I packed up all my stuff. I packed up all my stuff, four hundred dollars in my pocket on a one way ticket. I said, turn in the apartment. Let's do this. This was like a, one of those moments where like, either you jump on it or you're gonna regret it your yeah. whole life. Or you got to think about that what if would have happened moment. And to cut back, I skipped a part out of that. It's like the reason the hawkers found me 
it's because Bobby Hundreds told me that whole like, hey, like when you're out here, let me know. I told him I'm out here. I was visiting only though. And my and I commented, I sent him a message like, hey bro, like I'm here. I'm down to do a mural. He never responded to me. Like he literally never responded to me. And I know he sees it because he writes back to normally everybody. Yeah. And I'm like, but then somebody jumps on that same comment and says like, hey, what's up, man? I love your artwork. I would love to purchase six paintings. That was Hawker's. Oh, no way. Turns out that same week, the guy that bought the hot, like, he goes like, I'm like, all right, packed up my stuff, go back. Um, I'm crashing in the studio, in the basement of theirs in this giant mansion in the hills. I'm like, I had no idea. I put one and one together. I'm like, Bobby Hundreds was just selling his DeLorean. Like the Back to the Future car he had, yeah. he sold it. Guess who had bought it? Hawkers. Hawkers bought it. Oh, shit. So, like, as I'm painting in the studio, I'm painting next to Bobby's old car. Wow. Six paintings in the studio. And then Alex tags me. Sorry. Alex tags me. And then Bobby Hunters writes another picture, like, wow, what a small world. And I literally look, I tell myself, like, bro yeah. like it's like one of those yeah. moments like bro like come on right. really now 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 i got the cosign now you want to say like hey i know him yeah whatever that was uh not to shit talk the guy you know i'm pretty sure he was busy or whatever yeah, whatever yeah it but, is, still, but, it, like, but it, it 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 just came off a different type of way and it worked in my favor so it worked in my favor that he didn't respond because he may have responded i probably might not be here today yeah. that's why you gotta so show like, your shot you, you never me? know yeah, you like never me. know so as i'm doing these paintings I had no idea what the hell the whole aesthetics of a YouTuber or influencer are or the word clout. Like, I did not know what the word clout was. I heard that term a whole a while back. Like, and uh, coming uh, from Miami, like, that's a different world. Like, those Viner, YouTuber, LA, yeah, like LA apartment building type like, of, you know these, what I'm saying? It's different to us. Completely different. I'm not used to this. Well, I'm in the I'm in the basement. I have pictures, uh, visual. I guess I'll shoot it over to you guys if you want to put it in there. It's like... I'm wearing the Miami Dolphins Dan Marino jersey as I'm painting these murals. So, like, he tells me, he goes, like, hey, Alex, this is the second day I'm finished painting. So, like, two of the six. And he goes, like, hey, man, I'm having a party. Feel free to, like, when you're done, like, come upstairs and have a drink with us. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, what about, I got to go home. He's like, dude, you're crashing in the movie theaters. The fucker had a movie theater. <laughs> so, wow. like, a legit movie theater. I'm like, all right, cool. But as I'm there, I notice, like, the garage door is open. Uh, there's a Rolls Royce, a DeLorean. And a McLaren carbon fiber, like these are expensive cars. Yeah. And so, are you sure you want to have these parked here, bro? Like the paint job and yeah. everything, like the spare. spare. Oh, you're good, bro. So people start coming in and start taking pictures of the artwork. And I'm like, oh, thanks, man. And they're like, what's your handle? And I'm like, oh, coin slot. It's like, all right, cool. I go upstairs and then I start feeling my phone go do 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 do. And I'm like, what the hell is that? Follower after follower after follower after follower. I had no idea once again what an influencer YouTuber or anything yeah, of this is. Yeah. So one of these guys walks. This is in, also five years. What like five six years ago? This is literally yeah. five like five years ago on yeah. the dot. Five years ago on the dot, and um, starts going off, and then people, big people, started coming in. Shane from Midnight Clothing, like he walks in, takes a picture, and then all these other people, and then I'm like, all right, but you know what? Time to wrap up. There's too much people going on here. Let me go upstairs. So, like, mind you, I just got paid out the biggest check of my life at the time, cash. Like, so I have it in my pocket. This yeah. is little Chico from the 305 You're upstairs. Balling. He's like, no, not even buying. I thought I was a broke dude. Uh, <laughs> like, no, said, but to you. But to me, to I'm you, buying. Yeah, that's the biggest money I've that's gotten up front in cash. Yeah. Like, so, like, um, I'll never forget. Like, I go upstairs, and then, like, they're playing beer pong, and I've always loved beer pong. I played it with you guys. Mm. And, and like, I go up, and I'm like, hey, bro, like, I got next. 
and they look at me like, "What the fuck are you, guy?" <laughs> and like, I and like, and they look at me like, fifty dollars a game." And I'm like, just not it. knowing, I got a fat check in my pocket, yeah. bro. Mm-hmm. A lot of cash. I'm like, I'm like, I look at the guy, I'm like, put your money where your mouth is, 300 That's how you were feeling? That's how I was feeling. I knew I was good. But, like, not knowing that these guys, all they do is party drinking. Like, professional, <laughs> professional, yeah, professional party. So I'm like, I'm like, I may have messed up. But, nah, it turns out, like, these guys come up to me. They start like, oh, we got next. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll play against you. Asian dude and a tall white guy. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god. So I get my phone, I take a picture. I'm like, how about to take these guys to school? Three or five stand up. Like I, I was proud as hell. Miami yeah, still. Put Miami like, I put back Miami on my back. I'm like, I got this. As I put it up, like I noticed, like my DMs start blowing up. He's like, do you not know who the fuck that is, bro? I'm like, no, dude. Who the hell is this guy? He's like, dude, that's like the gamers face clan. Like they're the biggest organization of gamers right now as we speak, bro. Like these guys are legit, legit. I'm like, that's Rice Gum and that's Face Banks. And I'm like, not shut up, bro. Like, like, I click on their name. I've never seen the word, the letter M next to a number in my life. That's the millions followers. I'm like, oh my uh, god, two point one million, three point something. Geez. I'm shocked at this point. Start playing against them and I beat them. They asked for, they asked for a, a rematch. A rematch. I beat them again. Other people start showing up, and turns out like. Pro skateboarder Nigel, yeah, like he's there. He he lines up against me. He's fucking nasty. Nigel's a man, yeah. Not only is he nasty at skateboarding, the guy could play beer pong. He, bro. Like, he can party he is, though. He parties. This guy yeah. is like a. He has to have some type of filter inside where he filters the alcohol because he could keeps going. Yeah. Bro. This guy could drink. He just he he actually just side side note. He was in the news for having like a a non COVID complacent party. Like recently, the guy, the guy, I was like, "Yo, that motherfucker been partying. You don't give a fuck." Nigel's the fucking man, bro. Nigel's a man. Like it's funny because those days, those stories, stories about him, like it's crazy. Like it's like he would have random girls like tattoo his name on him on purpose. Like he's like, like let me get, let me get an ink, and there were these parties about tattoo artists, and he was literally not knowing how to tattoo, will tattoo his name on random girls, (laughs) and it was hilarious. I found it like, yo, that guy's the man. So like, I I line up against him and I beat him. I beat him. I'm like, I beat him playing beer pong. And I'm like, bro, that night I was doing so good. And then there was this one kid on the side. He was, bro, beat this little kid. Bro, I'm sick and tired of this. This kid's like probably like 19 years old. Now he's supposed to be at the party, but influencer. Man, take this kid, kick this guy's ass. He has like two chicks sitting on his lap. And I'm like, and I literally, like, I literally, I'm like, oh, I'm on a streak, bro. I finally get the ball and I put it on his face and I'm like, blow on some disrespectful ass shit. <laughs> like, he's like, I'm get that shit out of my face. He slaps it out of my hand. This is what made the night, which like got people to want to fuck with me. I put I I I had I put the girl the ball in front of the girl's face that he's sitting on, and she blew. And it's like, and I say I say Kobe, and I hit the shot. Oh my god! So like like, and then they have this rule called redemption, whatever. Where like our redemptions, you keep you keep shooting till you miss. Right. If you suck, it favors them because like all they have to make is one cup, and they got you back at three cups. He made one cup. So like the, I had to re-rack. Anyway, I brought him down to a one and I made sure like back to back. I had the shot. I caught the like I under respect these kids. They're like, yo, bro, you're nasty, you're dope. Who are you? I'm like, oh, I'm Alex. Like, coincide is my Instagram, this is my artwork. And they're like, hey, are you interested? Pretty much like they know what they bring to the table. And they're like, we don't want, we don't want you to we can't pay you, even though they can't, because they have a yeah. lot of money. But like, we'll do a YouTube video with you. 
and we would love for you to do a custom bag because we're going to give it away from one of my friends. But like, we guarantee you a certain amount of followers. Next week was Coachella. So before the bag happened, we went over there. Crazy party. That will be for another podcast. <laughs> Stuff with Kylie Jenner everything. It was like me seeing all these people at one party was to me like crazy. So that built the opportunity when we were at Coachella. He's like, oh, what's your Instagram, bro? I'm about to change your life pretty much. Face Banks telling me I'm about to change your life. He tags me. He's like, bro, I'm like, I told him, like, bro, I'm only like, this past week has been so many followers. I'm only like a thousand followers away from like getting that 10K. He's like, bro, give me. I'm going to put you on my screen, like on my Snapchat. No lie, probably in less than an hour, Facebook's gave me close to 9,000 followers. Insane. 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 I've never seen that. And then my life started changing from there. I started working with these guys and boom, 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 boom. So that night was like one of those days and nights where it's just like everything lined up for you. Domino effect. Right. So, shout, so shout out to Bobby 100 for not responding. <laughs> <laughs> like it changed it's my life. That one thing. That one thing led to led this. Led to that one day where you're painting and then you go up, have yeah. play some beer pong with the cash you just made from painting. Mm-hmm. And you were ballsy enough to put it down. And I walked away with more money at that point. <laughs> That's crazy. At the end, I started losing because I started partnering up with like drunk girls and they cost me the game. But it's all good. It was fun. That's how it happens, bro. It's like a snowball effect. Yeah. You start just making moves and you just don't even think about it. You're just like, all right, I'm going to do this. If it doesn't work out, fuck it. But then you might not notice it, but it'll happen some other way. Like yeah. this dude didn't respond, but it came about yeah. the other it was way. was meant to be is meant to no, be. No, of course, of course. And, and, and you know, the way that you just didn't let that thing get to you and you're just like, fuck it, right? Let's keep going. And things come up, you know. You, you yeah. never would have thought these fucking gamers were going to be there. And, nope. you know. Or it changed my life the way it did. And then that led to me working with bigger people and bigger projects. And I was fortunate enough to meet Don C and yeah. work with Don C and have a collaboration with RSVP. I'm the first, if I'm not mistaken, I'm the first visual artist to do a collaboration with RSVP on a t-shirt. Like art show out of the art series. And yeah. then led other artists coming after that. Yeah, so, because, I mean, to people who don't know RSVP, RSVP is Don C's gallery. Don C is part of Kanye's team. Uh, he's done a bunch of Jordan collabs. He's done. He first did the snapbacks. It was like leather snapbacks, and he did the shorts. Uh, and he's done a bunch of stuff. So like, that's a, you know, it's Kanye's team. Like, it's mm-hmm. a pretty big person in the in the fashion scene and whatnot. So, um, what are other collabs? Other artists? Anything else that you know you can speak of? I know you've done stuff that you can't talk about, but like, any other that you can mention or well, you know, or your favorite one or I don't know what whatever. I think my favorite one honestly had to be like um, the working with RSVP, mm-hmm. like on such a short notice, being able to put such, a, like seeing for the first time, like I didn't have an event. Like I had a gallery show out there when I first got in there, but like though it was like almost like, that's when I realized that people try to use you really fast. And mm-hmm. it's, which is, it's cool because I got used to that because I learned that in Miami. Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. I almost had like those, like I, I'm used to being used already in Miami. Like what's new? So like they're like, oh, who's this kid? He started to get followers. Like, and the gallery was new at the time here in the states because they're from France, and and sorry, they had they're from France, but they have like a gallery in Tokyo, and then they started having it in L.A. Oh, let's give this guy a show, and it didn't, it wasn't promoted that good. It was trash, in my opinion. So I I expected more out of it, in my opinion, but then that led to like not that many people showed up, and I'm like, oh, I'm not ready yet, but then. The RSVP show was like, bro, we have like 300 people in this place. Like, it was sponsored by what? It was sponsored by Rock or something like that. It was like free liquor. And then seeing all these people there was like mind blowing. It's like, bro, these people came for me. Yeah. And which is crazy. At the time, like, 
I wish if he like if he hears this, I'm like like I wish he was like to reach out to me. Like I didn't recognize who Denzel Washington's son was, <laughs> and he's low key as on the back. He just keeps looking at me, and I'm like, he's just by himself. He doesn't want to get spotted. But later on, they told me like, yo, that guy's a fan of your artwork, Fine. and he's here. And I'm like, and now to this day, I'm like, I've been trying to make that reconnect. I'm like, hey, bro, how he's can the I one send from Tenet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great actor, bro. Extremely yeah, nice. And the reason Ballers, Ballers, that's what I was saying about the reason I like him so much is because he never uses that last name. Yeah. He doesn't want to yeah. have like he's like it's like, you know, like Jordan's sons where they try to live up like yeah. like, oh, he has the last name yeah, Jordan. He has opposite. to be a good mm. act, like basketball player. It's total opposite. So it's like him, fortunate enough, having his dad, he's actually is a really good actor, but he doesn't want to get his gigs based his on name. his dad. Right. So he to this day, people didn't even know I was his son. They're like, no, that's a yeah, He still keeps it very low key. Very low key. Yeah. So him being there was like impressive, and that night was just mind blowing to me. Like a lot of people showed up, celebrities were in there, and I was like, man, these guys are out here for me. But the one I'm currently working on that I could talk about is like, I started working on Bella Thorne with mm -hmm. Bella Thorne, not on her. I started working <laughs> on her piano. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we're doing a custom piano for her house, and I know sure. it's gonna get a lot of traction, and people are gonna be really, really happy with the final result. I kind of teased it online, but they just hit me up saying like, where you at, bro? You need to finish this piano. Like, how are you looking like for Friday? I'm like, I'm in Miami, guys. Like, let me catch a break That's and, a big, and I'll be out there. Big following this year. Yeah, massive following. Yeah. So to, you've been in LA for five years, right? Going, uh, officially living there ever since the move. Uh, I'm like uh, four years and three months now. And now you're getting to know, you're rubbing shoulders with these, these influencers, these celebs, these. Yeah. Instagram people, have you fallen into that lifestyle of like, yo, because now you're recognized yeah. for your art. And, you you know, when you show up to a party, it's like, yo, it's coins a lot. Did you like, because I know it happens when you move somewhere and then you get you, you start getting that quote unquote clout. Did you kind of start feeling yourself a little bit? I almost fist fought somebody the first day they used that clout with me. Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what it meant. I thought he called me like a homo thug or something like that. Like like some disrespectful <laughs> stuff. He's like, like yo. Cloud chaser? Yeah. No, no, I just didn't know the word cloud. He's like, yo, you got clout. I'm always like, about my mama type shit. Like, he's like, he's like, nah, man. It's like, it's like, you got the juice, bro. Like, like Tupac, you got the juice, man. You got, like, you're hot right now. You got, you got clout. Oh man, I apologize. I'm not used to that word. Like, what the hell is clout? Yeah. Like, it's like it sounds weird. So yeah, I started to get that. Started to get that feeling. And then, but like, I always keep it 100. I keep it humble. I I don't brag about my accomplishments. I am proud of what I've done. Yeah. I think we all should be. Yeah, right. A lot of people are like, oh, he's arrogant for like. No, no, we're not arrogant. Like. If no one's clapping, you better be clapping in your own corner, bro. Yeah. Like, what the hell? So just because nobody's clapping, you're not supposed to clap about your own accomplishments. But when they're winning, they expect you to clap. No, bro. Like, be proud of you. Done. How far you come? Clap for yourself all day. Pat yourself on the back. If if you disown, good, man. And that's me. Like, I'm proud of how far I've come. Like, but yeah, I go out to parties all the time now, and and it's funny because like I will go to some of these mansion parties, and I do see random Miami people that we were on the same boat when we left. And they're still having like come up, and I have, and it's almost like the whole like, like they look at me like, "What are you doing here?" And I'm like, "What do you mean? What am I doing here? What are you doing here?" Like, like it's one of those. 
And so you can still feel that tension. He's like, well, how's it going? I'm like, it's going good. But they expect you to say, like, it's going bad. Yeah. I'm fucking up or whatever. Can I? Can I? I've noticed I've cursed up. Do whatever the fuck you want, bro. Okay, cool. Do whatever the fuck you want, bro. So, like, it's like, it's like one of those, like, what are you doing here? I'm like, well, I'm supposed to be here. Like, I've worked my ass off to get here. So, yeah, the term cloud, like, I'm got to use it. But the facade, I haven't fallen into that yet. Those situations, but those situations are, are funny because... You know, I think we've all been in that situation where, like, you see random people that just know us for this, and we're in an event. You know, I know it's happened to Paul to all of us. Like, you're with somebody that's that they don't know that you know, mm-hmm. and then they kind of like talk down on you. Like, yo, what are you doing? Like, oh, you're here, or like they make a funny yeah. comment, and then you're like, yo, I'm here with so and so, or something. You don't even say it, or you're like, yeah, you know, like I don't even say it. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm here, you know. You know, just how you're working, whatever, whatever. And, and then they see you next they're just very, person. they're just very confused. And then they see you go talk to somebody, and then they're like, "Oh, this is it." Like, oh, like I'm <laughs> this is it. Like, <laughs> so, real quick, and this is, I was gonna mention this earlier. Um, you used to come. You were proud supporter at the Louis battle. Hell yeah. You were at every Louis battle. Still at to this So day. I, I, I wanted to bring this up in the podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, yo, big shout out. Thank you, bro. Like, you know, that's how me and Zaya met. That's how we all connected. And like, I remember you were like, like he was talking shit or what? Talking shit? No, 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 no. No, on the opposite. No, no, like, talking shit. Like, no, no, at all. I, I would say care. this. I will say this. So he won't say it. And I know he's friends with these people. To this day, I still think he got robbed. Nah. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I, mean, I still think to this day he got robbed. I nah. think at the end of the day, we both won. It was that wait. Was like, you were on it. No, was the one that won. No, no, no. Like the battle where you went against the other light skinned guy. It wasn't him yet. Mm. And they were saying that your sets weren't good. Like yeah. that was like I forgot. What was like it went like. You were playing the hardcore rap, yeah. and I was like, "Bro, I don't know. He has some chivito. He has a little. It wasn't you, skinny white guy, taller." Damn. And then me, I was disappointed that round. Half those, like, those people aren't even around anymore. Like, and I, I told Louis, I told, I told Nick, I'm like, "Bro, that's fucked up." Like, like you had the whole like rap thing, Damn. and then they brought something completely different to the table. And I'm like, bro, he got robbed that time. Because that was like the moving on round. You were so hype, bro. I was hype. I was there, bro. I was drunk every night, too, bro. Because like a lot of the bar was like free for the first like two hours. I found you when you won. That's how I really met you, though. Yeah. But I'm talking about when you went head to head with that fuck. Bro, it was like, yeah, it was I forget. Like I don't know his I seen him around though. That shit I was seen like him ten around. rounds, bro. So but I, like... I still saw I'm like, fuck, he got robbed that time. Cause I thought honestly it was like a clear battle. You moved on, but I'm like, you were this close to getting eliminated. Like I'm always like, cause that person had a lot of followers that day. Skinny that's, white, that's man, light eyes, I thought it light was. eyes, it was light a eyes facade, too, bro. It was a yeah. facade. But it was dope. They don't have. I haven't seen shit like that since then. Nah, this, this is a different because there's feelings different now. wave. Yeah, <laughs> there's feelings now. It's like, like yo, like people with big reputations are scared of battle and losing because it affects their rep, their reputation. So now it's almost like uh, you don't see the real skills anymore. It affects now. their feelings and their ego more than anything. Well, I feel I think like that's what it is. No, I feel like you should be. I'll battle whoever the fuck wants to battle, bro. Let's do that's it. That's like, bro. <laughs> I'm a firm believer of like that we're gonna go off track. Yeah, let's do it. That's why. That's what you're hearing. It's like like, this generation has turned soft as fuck. Like 100, like soft as fuck. It's like real artists are scared of being talented and showing their because like oh he's too aggressive, he's too this. So now it's almost like before it's like first place, second place. And um, 23rds. And now it's like you have like 23rds. Yeah. Honorable mentions. So it's like, ribbon. Like, the little ribbon. Though. See, like when I was a kid, I was I was always chubby. 
So like being given a participation ribbon meant like you suck. Like yeah. he's like he's like it's a reminder of you're fat. Yeah. You might as well not give me a ribbon at all. Like like just first place, second, and even third place, I still consider third place a loser. It's like because now you're in the shadow of second. Yeah. Second always up behind. Third you. was always like I, you know what's funny? I, I always felt the same way too. I'm like third is like damn. Why did why did I even include me? Like yeah. why am I even here? Yeah. And then if you're third on the podium. You're mad salty. Yeah. But that's why I think competition is so healthy because it's like. It gives it sharpens your blade. Maybe you don't win, but like you know, like damn, this person is better at me and what I'm doing. Yeah. So you're so when you're competing, you're trying to do your best and you're challenging yourself. Facts. Because if oh, everyone's getting a, a third place, it's like ah, oh, I mean, I guess we're all good. Yeah. But like nah, you need to know that there's people levels above you, so you understand like where you are in whatever you're doing so you could like try to elevate yourself yeah because if you're on the same thing no one ever grows no one calls you off for your errors you don't want to look into being better better sets whatever it is when it comes to dj like i had an art battle here for secret walls and that's why i haven't battled anymore because they said that i'm arrogant i'm like we clearly when i was doing art battles here i jumped on board with this other artist and i wasn't as good where it is with markers and i'm thankful for him to teaching me how to use the correct markers on the battles. And then one night he got really drunk and I started getting better, better, better. And he told me, do you really think you could beat me on a one-on-one? And you know, I'm like, I think I can. And then like, he never gave me that battle. So in front of everyone, I said like, you know what? I'm gonna battle you tonight without even knowing it. So like I did his character and my, I did his turtle, like Mikey and Rocky destroying his, like his character with my hand. And he started getting so drunk where it's like, he's like, he's like, man, fuck this place, fuck that, fuck this. And then that led to like, we had a falling out and then we finally battled again on opposite teams. And I destroyed them. And I knew I destroyed them by the long shot with two other artists and there was a judge. You know what they ended up doing, bro? Then the drum. They announced like, they, it was like, oh, you guys are the winners. But the prize was like $5,000. But we're all winners and we should all split the cash prize. Nah. Oh, wow. I never battled again. Because that's so stupid. Yeah. I worked so hard over concept for you to split my earned money between six people, not compared to three. Yeah, three. Yeah, and I needed that money. Of that's when I was here. So to me, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer. Like, We need more competitions. We need people to call out other people. We need like, yo, you are trash. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Say it. Why? Because that's what makes you better. If we could... You have, you have no idea, and this is like, I don't care at this point. At this point, I wish I had a bottle of vodka in front of me at this point. So <laughs> You're I can good, keep man. talking. You can keep it's talking like, all you want. It, it sucks because, like, now it's like, I'm scared. Like, we've reached a point where I'm scared to tell somebody they're, they're trash because we've reached a, such a now mental sensitive. health issues. Yeah. And they might call like, you out, like, yo, calling slots. You're insensitive and, like, what you know about mental health that guy's going through a lot. Hey, listen, bro, not everyone's a DJ. I, 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 get, I, get, shit, I get shit all the time because I, you know, I have few people that i mentor and i'm like on their ass about shit and then you know beta will be like yo and i'm like no bro like it's not given they're here for a reason like it's it's a privilege to be doing what you're doing and we're doing this because we've done that so i am gonna tell these kids like yo you're fucking up like that transition was trash phone, get off your you know not even that like not even on the DJ side. more of yeah i, I still do <laughs> <laughs> but more of like the all around like you know to us to us you know t- like in our world it's more of of the business side of more of like the knowing how to move side like yeah. that's what's becoming more important in our world because it's like you know, because of COVID and everything, the clubs aren't as open, the venues aren't as open, so you have to be 
sharp on all your other sides. So even the the I, I, that's like a hot topic now. It's like those TikTok DJs and like even with artists, like yeah. it's the same thing. Like, how do you feel about that? Yeah, as a DJ yourself, and you put a lot hours of, into it, yeah, right? And then a lot of people call that out, like, "Yo, this isn't real DJing. This is whack." But then there's people that would say, like, "Oh, but like you know, give him a chance. He's just doing this and this." Like, but the, they're getting stupid followers way yeah, faster right. than you ever had. Exactly. So I think it, it is important to call it out where it's like, "Yo." Like that's cool for what he's doing, but it's this is not DJing because like we put in years on yeah. this shit. So just know that like what you think is cool is why you're an overnight DJ. Yeah, yeah. Like, like on TikTok, it's like that's let's call it as it is, and it sucks because like now even like now you have real models that model model and now losing gigs to Instagram models just based on their Instagram following. Mm -hmm. Which is like now it sucks because like the the roles like I'm glad so it's like everything's coming back into places. I, I honestly think this is a good podcast. It's like so like I worked my ass off, didn't have the followers. I got the followers. Now my craft was always sharp though. Now that I'm getting the followers, it's going around the same artists that don't have the followers are not attacking me for saying like, yeah, but it's easy for you to sell out because now you have a following. Now you're building it's that like, shit. No, I built this shit. But it's like, there's a difference between these kids that upload one video that were never artists that decided to get this canvas to spin it and throw paint, 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 paint. It goes viral. I'm like, oh, I'm an artist now. No, you're not an artist. You're just somebody like that went hot on a on a one video. It's like yeah. a fucking chick that has a fucking kid at 18. No, you're not a MILF. You're just a young bitch with yeah. a kid. <laughs> it's like, like, like let's, let's call it as it is. Like, and the story is like, no, yeah, I am an artist. So like seeing all these people now on TikTok on the rise, it's like we need people to call out these people. Like, you know how many Alec Monopolies are out there right now? Yeah, I'm trillion. Yeah. I'll and, call and, out and this he's, one and, and he's a copy of a copy already. There's this one dude out here, and I don't care, but he's probably want to catch beef with me. I'm still here till Saturday. Um, it's like this one guy started coming around. And like he's been working with all these people coming up, and he draws like very similar to like Alec Monopoly. He goes like by. I, it's been showing up on my Instagram nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. And I'm like, what is this, bro? What is this art? Like, it's why so is trash. no one calling out everyone saying, so, like, I call it out. They're like, this is trash. This is why, like, who's a, who's one that said the realest shit ever? Salvador Dali said, after him, everyone else has been trash. And honestly, I look back at it, and he's not wrong. Mm. Because, like, name me an artist, including myself and other people. Like, I can't paint oil realism the way like he rembrandt did. painted yeah. the way all these classical painters those were actually you went to art school you learned about like the paints you learned about everything now it's just everyone uses fucking photoshop and everybody's a fucking artist yeah. now you know it's how tired like, how tired it is to see like a you know how like cringe it is to see like somebody's instagram story and they have a supreme louis vuitton <laughs> painting on their fucking apartment or a hundred dollar like, bill get fucking asco bro oh. dog a hundred dollar bill glazed glazed k fucking asshole bro i'd rather have a fucking marilyn monroe fucking yeah i don't know bro it's something most... hendrix something but that's crazy marilyn monroe with a fucking uh supreme uh uh i don't know like when they merge all these like different kind of like terrible arts as it is and then they try to like i don't know i wouldn't literally walk out of somebody's it's apartment. instagram art bro yeah. It's, it's the category is like decorative Instagram art is what mm -hmm. they know like gets views look man all I ask for these people including even this guy which is probably gonna hear this podcast like, well, I don't even know who Coinside is or why is he coming at me I'm not coming at people what I'm trying to do is like tell people like pay your fucking dues yeah. like if I see these people's lines they're, you, they're trying to they know the paint I use because I use gold and acrylic back paint 
But not everyone could use that paint because they don't know how to maneuver that paint with a paintbrush. So they're choppy. It's like their hand has Parkinson. They can't get a straight line. Dude, practice. Yeah. Put time. You could tell these guys like, so right now is at a constant battle and artists are at a constant battle with Instagram right now. Because if they're not uploading daily on Instagram, their algorithm gets fucked up. Yeah. So at this point, they're not producing masterpieces or giving a chance. What they're doing literally at this point is just putting out content, artwork, just to not lose the algorithm because if they don't upload in two days back to back, guess what, bro? That momentum you had going on Instagram is now shifted to another artist. Mm -hmm. So now they're putting shitty ass content out. And it's like, instead of spending the time and like drawing a legit ass painting, taking a sweet time, that's a masterpiece. Now we're getting a bunch of mediocre artwork. So what I ask for all these other artists that are listening to this podcast, like work on your craft. Don't worry about, don't worry about like the clout, this fucking word. It's like eventually it will come because there's no denying real talent. There really fucking is it. Like Edgar Allan Poe, all these guys, they were never recognized when they were alive. But it took them, them, like other people discovering their stuff. Like this guy was a master. This guy was good at his crap. But it will happen whether it happens in five years, 10 years, or not with Instagram, it can happen in two. But stay true to it. Start copying other people. There's a difference between copying and inspiration from others. Get inspired innovate and levitate like but don't continue to just like like use the same water bottle constantly 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 how can i make this water bottle better how can i make it be colder for longer how can i shift the body of it don't just like continue this water for the rest of your life like make make the product better make the artwork better set an example while you're out here inspire the youth and keep moving we cannot mm -hmm. keep we cannot keep clapping for people that are not fucking doing their job yeah. because it's socially accepted. If you attack them, it's like, oh, Rigo's a hater. No, he's not. He's being honest. He loves his craft. He does not want to see the DJ scene or the music scene go to shit. It's like, yo, I am, like, now you consider probably not, like, like the same way, like, an OG to other younger That's people growing up. No, <laughs> but I get, like, people see you now as, like, I'm, like a mentor, like you said, yeah. but he cares about it. He's going to call you out not because he fucking hates you or you're not going to call out somebody else because you hate them. He's like, look, man, you have potential. Keep working on Get better. Don't fall to this hype of this whole clout Instagram movement. Work on your crap, bro. Get your gigs. A lot of people are so worried. I'm pretty sure you get this all the fucking time because I get it all the time. Hey, man, how can you get into clubs? I'm sure that's one yeah, of like a popular yeah. question. Hey, man, how can you get like, how can you spin up? Hey, man, you're killing it. How can I? I'm like, I fucking just work. Keep working, dog. Work. It takes years. You know what I mean? And, and, and my thing is just to add to that when people tell me that, like, man, you're you're doing this or you're doing that. And I'm just like, yo, I'm just trying to, like, in my head, I'm like, I'm just trying to stay afloat. And like, I'm not even feel, I don't even feel accomplished. And, but to them, obviously, what I've done is accomplishments. But I just constantly keep moving. I constantly keep growing. And, and, to, to, to be stuck and that's what happens some people get stuck mm -hmm. when they get those compliments and they're like oh look at me but then those people will will, will pass them you know there's people that I dealt with where I would be like yo you're fucking killing blah blah blah, blah. And, I, and I fucking pass them three times you know yeah. because I just haven't stopped you just don't stop I think everyone wants that instant satisfaction mm -hmm. so it's like they're not willing to put the work or they just see the finished product of like coin slot or DJ Kaz killing it but it's like bro you don't remember the years of like grinding taking fucking speakers yeah like, to the fucking <laughs> so now no like one everything wants, like no it's... one wants to do that like dirty work because it's like nah like i just want to show on on instagram that i'm killing yeah. it but it's like almost impossible and even to what you said like those people that get that instant like those tiktok djs or whatever that shit will is not sustainable mm -hmm. like eventually it'll fizzle out and the real ones always rise to the top 
So it's like you can do that, but it's, you're not going to be a, a real artist at, or whatever it is at your craft because you're you're taking the easy route. Yeah, and also as, as quick as you go up, you come down, you know? Facts. That's it. Like There's still people around that like are around for a reason. Yeah. They learn to adapt. They kept growing. Look, perfect example, FUBU. FUBU was at the top of their fucking game. I think everyone at one point in their life was wearing FUBU. No. What happened? They didn't adapt. They fell off. But then you have people like other artists, other brands that continue to adapt, continue to grow with the times around them and better. They're just not like closed-minded. I'm sticking to this one craft just because I got compliment. No, you fall off like that. So referring back to that comment, it's like, guys, artists, everyone's like, we're not hating. We're just, we care a lot about our craft and we just, it sucks when we see like people trying to rip our babies out of our hands just to fucking put them in foster cares. It's like, hey, bro, like treat this with respect. Like there's people beyond you and that put in the time and effort to bring the craft to where it's at for people to just come here and like use it like a whole, like common sense, like mm-hmm. common sense with Chicago. It's like, you know, like, like, yo, like pay your dues, show respect. Like, TikTok has TikTok, Instagram, everything has almost made everything like it's like it's like it's no longer earned. It's like it's not it's like, oh, I deserve this. This generation feels like I deserve. I'm entitled. Entitled to what, bro? Yeah. Entitled to what? How how long have you been drawing for? Oh man, I've been drawing for four months. I'm 31, bro. I finally blew up now, like two and a half years ago. It took me forever. So it's like, and I'm still nowhere close to where I want to be. I might even mm. blow up, blow up to the status I want to be at fucking 60. I'm not gonna give up what I'm doing. Why? Right, it's cause like I put in three months. Why is my Instagram not going? Chill, bro. Yeah. Chill. This is not a race, bro. The turtles will rid at the end. The rabbit will get tired and fall off. Give it a chance, bro. But that's how I feel in general. So everybody, just just work out your craft. Don't do it for the gram. It's like yeah, like a lot of people have this nostalgia that which fucking them up. It's like now like they're on that whole tip. They're like, hey, bro. Um, yeah, but it's easy for you to say, bro, look at all these other artists getting endorsement checks. And I think that's what really has fucked shit up. The endorsement checks based on following. Yeah. That's why these guys want their following so high so fast so they could get that corporate check just given to them based off their number. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, dude, you don't know what it is. Like this YouTuber chick, like this Instagram chick, bro, she blew up overnight. And now she just got paid $50,000 just to post one post. It's like, why can I not be that person? I'm prettier than her. And then you got all this crap. It's like. That's what's fucked up everything. Uh, it's helped out a lot, but it's also fucked it up. Yeah. So, when did you like first consider yourself an artist? Like, did, were you ever like, nah, I can't call myself, or like, you always knew from a young. I age. always knew as a young age I was gonna be an artist. Honestly, on everything, I just wasn't like. It's almost like it's like, like I feel like everyone when they're born, like their faith is written in stone, whether they want to accept it or not. You just gotta find that stone, but it's out there. I knew as a young age already off the rip when like my dad would give me these dinosaur books that we would read out at the library and all the other kids at the time were putting a piece of paper over it and tracing it. I didn't want to trace because I always thought at a young age I was cheating. And I always had that in my mindset and I would get good. I'm like, I'm like, oh damn, pretty decent for my age. And that's when I realized, I'm like, look, man, I'm flat footed as fuck. Like, I'm like, I'm going to the Ito. I'm not going to be an athlete until I got to the high school thing. I'm like, oh, I got skinny. I'm going to play football. But I'm like, no, art is what I'm good at. I'm going to stick to it. And then it, it didn't help having, like, teachers that, like, were very condescending at the time. Like, mm-hmm. like in elementary school, like, whose artwork is this? And I'm like, oh, that's mine. Like, sign your artwork. You're not Picasso. 
And I'm like, damn, bro. But but I respond with the whole like I made her crack. I'm like, yeah, I'm not I'm not, I'm not Picasso, but um Alex Perez. And then like I made her laugh. It's like, wow, how the hell is this, this gonna have an mm-hmm. ego at such a young age? <laughs> and that's when I told myself like I always knew at a young age I was gonna be an artist. And I love it, man. I love it to this fucking day. And it's like and. I will continue to share my political views through my artwork and political satire because I feel like a lot of we have reached a point where like if you share your political views like you're uh, either a communist, a sexist, a racist, whatever it is. It's like no, dude, like speak your mind. Don't be, don't let this whole Instagram thing and cancel culture like look at me, bro. This fucking interview could probably get me canceled, but I don't care. Why? Because like it. because I made it. Yeah, I did my real. thing, and I'm and I and I have not said anything that's inaccurate. This fucking interview. Mm-hmm. It's real and people just don't like listening to real shit anymore because it offends them because they're not, it, it makes them feel some type of way because they're not doing what they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason it offends you because if you would be doing what you're doing or focus on your craft, you wouldn't be focusing on listening to me right now. Yeah. Like to give it 100, like straight up. It's like end the story. So like, yeah, it's just like, I lost my train of thought. I, Wait, I it's funny. Like, Even like, isn't it interesting when you get older, like you realize those teachers, like some had good intentions but you realize yo some were just very miserable yeah and, and like they see some kids do something like bro i still have like i have vivid memories of teachers like hate like fr- i could say hating wow. because it was like i would turn something in and i didn't do it the way they said but i found a way that was better and like creative mm-hmm. and, and they would shit on it because it was like, oh, and then, the, you know, you then, you know, when you, you have those moments where you get the class behind you and they're like, yo, oh, like, you know, yeah. Like, that's <laughs> yeah, they get mad because like, nah, like I'm here teaching and you just think you could just do this the way you want it and it'd still be good. And like they literally will give you a bad grade off of their opinion of yeah. like you instead tradition, of the tradition like because you found a better way to right. tradition to make it easier on yourself and better. And but it's crazy. Efficient. But back then you're like, damn, I did it wrong. But it's just, but you did it. But I did it. I was well, you a better did way. it. You did it. That's the thing. You did it. Yeah. There's. There's. I. I. It's funny. I, I've talked about that shit with with a few people because it's. You know that you're doing it right, but there's some teachers that kind of wanted the fucking the class to be behind them. Yeah. Like I had teachers that were like cool. Yeah. That were like super. They're trying to be cool and like. I remember there was times when like. I'd be like, no, but this and this and this. And I'd be like, nah. And then it would be like, they make a joke. Like, he thinks he knows it all, right? Oh, I, hate, uh, <laughs> I was dude, like, man. Trying to make you feel stupid. That guy actually ended you know. up marrying a student, so. <laughs> 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 we know how that goes. You know, so. Jesus. That's why it's like teachers, bro. They had an important job. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, you can't just put anyone in there, bro. Because if you would have listened to some of your teachers, you would have not done shit. Well, here's the thing. I did listen to a lot of them, but it was for the, all the wrong reasons. Now that I'm older, I this is an example that I've realized. Have you ever seen a kid draw like a kid before he hits first grade? Like literally like your friends probably have yeah. kids and stuff. Like they use their hands a lot. Right. Yeah. They get they get their hands all dirty and painted and they start doing these crazy stuff with their hands, trees and all that stuff. Right. Abstract as fuck, super colorful, super great. Have you ever seen the artwork when that kid goes into first grade? It's all in inside the lines. They tell the kid like, "Oh, what does a tree look like? Oh, it's a it's a circle and put a stick." Now you're killing the kid's imagination. Yeah, you're making them traditional now. It's like, oh, paint me a house. Before they used to do these crazy rectangular long fucking houses. Mansions. Now it's 
the house went from that crazy stuff to a square with a triangle wow, that's over so it. true and no, don't forget that one tree and the that house. one bush because you're supposed to do that yeah with the, the sidewalk yeah so now like we have unconsciously manipulated that kid into a fucking box like we put him into a box instead of telling him like oh i like what you're doing i like your right. colors i like your your use of abstract and expressing your feelings at such a young age no at a young age you're already closing that kid to shut the fuck up and like listen to our rules because mm-hmm. we have this vision and idea for you to walk this straight line instead of making it easier like you said i'm like well why walk this straight line where i could just crawl or cut across the field right. like you gotta yeah. be like and get to the same point at a much faster pace and more efficient more everything no, oh, because everyone else has done it before me to go the straight route. Now I can't cross, cut across the field no more. Yeah. And so I feel what education has done. And so a lot of these colleges, like, they're preparing these kids to, like, it's all it's all a system, bro. So me, it's all fucking conspiracy. Like, this is a matrix we live in. And we could go on. My friends are going to listen to this podcast right now. Oh, there goes the conspiracy <laughs> theory coin slot. Is that this is all a giant matrix, bro. It's a system. We a are in a giant prison. Yeah. We are in a giant prison. Like, prison has a way. Like, the reform, they want, like, the judges get these African-American kids, Hispanics, whatever, minority. They hit them with these crazy crimes across the head that they will not hit white kids with. Put them in jail at an early age. And then you have have them fighting fires on the side of fucking los angeles you think those are like really firefighters out there half of the people don't know those are prisoners putting out fires how much are they getting paid pennies like three cents they're like we're talking about like you want to talk about sweatshop labors in, in china let's talk about sweatshop labors here in the united states as we speak these system is failing us on purpose to be able to capitalize off of these minorities in these prisons so the system is filled built for you to fail like the ringing of the door the ringing of the of like going to class transition you're organized stay in line is like a prison system so what ends up happening they want you to go to school they want you to learn about all this fucking white history and all how christopher columbus is a hero and they want you to they prefer like oh take your crazy exam and they're not teaching you about your taxes they're not teaching you how to create your own corporation to avoid fucking paying taxes mm-hmm. like what's happening it's a system they built you for that it's like let's get them into college now why do they want you to get into college? It's not because they want a degree. Because fucking colleges are one of the biggest extortion systems when it comes to like debt. They will give you a million dollar student loan, but they won't even give you $45,000 to buy your own house here. No credit history as a student, no nothing. They'll put you in massive debt on a crazy ass interest rate, which you're going to have to finance later. But they don't want you to buy your own house and create your own corporation and grow. It's a system. The reason why they want you to learn the way and that she bitched at you unconscious, she's part of the system, not even knowing she's part of the system. That was a guy. It, or like, <laughs> she's probably a girl now. You know, Rojas. times have changed. Times now. have changed. Like, people it's, wanna, like <laughs> it's probably a girl now. So it's like, they want you to say, get into high school, get good, get into college so you can fall into debt and then get a regular job, have three fucking kids, not pursue your dream. Like, like that is what the system has done. And we are all part of the system. And then you have your rebels that say, fuck the system. Yeah. I'm going, who are you to tell me? Yeah, I'm going to become a doctor. But guess what? They devote their whole lives. And I know where you have these doctors going to Africa, helping these fucking kids that have no health insurance, no nothing, like changing. They're like, all right, well, screw your line. I'm going off the grid and I'm doing my thing. I'm going to help people. Look at Akon. Akon, motherfucker's killing. He went to music. He realized this whole thing is fucked. He's like, why should I... Why should I create my economy here in the United States when I could give the economy to Africa? Mm-hmm. And building sc- schools, building water reservoirs, building everything. 
It's all a system. So if you're smart enough to learn the system like Monopoly, if you're good enough to play Monopoly, you're good enough to win the game and put hotels and put properties where you lock other people in, like you know how to play the game. Once you know how to play the game, you get everything you accumulate and you start your own shit. And you say, fuck the system, you create your own system. So I tell every artist out there, like, do what you please learn. Not everybody, like, it goes back to the same thing. Don't just draw a fucking Superman. Mm -hmm. Create your own superhero. It's like, don't just go out and, like, copy both of your sets. I'm like, oh, you know what? I like his set. I'm just going to copy and I'm going to play it at my club. Create your own set. Look for new talent. Look for this. Fuck the system. We are in a system where it's like, we're just, we're pretty much programmed to fail. So like we're meant to fail so the bigger ones continue to get big and like so shoot your shot whenever you have it. But that's a good point when it comes to teachers, bro. It sucks that a lot of these fucking teachers were very condescending with kids at an early age and a lot of them has affected them. Imagine fucking being a kid that the the mom the teacher has no idea what they're going on in their home and probably their their dad walked out on them, the mom's single, carrying barely paying three shifts, and the kid can't turn to homework because of that. And the teacher's like in front of the class, like, huh? We're gonna look Bobby can't read. Yeah. Bobby and the whole class laughs at him. You think that kid is like scarred for life, bro? Scarred for life, bro. He's never gonna want to read. When in reality he probably could have been in a fucking like a novelist or he could have written his own book, but now he's scared to even take on anything literature wise because now he's in his head he's a fucking loser because they clown in front of everybody. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up, bro. <laughs> oh, you're right, bro. You're, you're truly it's right. right. It's, it's good to color outside the lines, bro. It is cool. I like that. It is good to color outside the Sometimes lines. Sometimes that's how that's how people like these people that we look up to and these artists and these like Creative. successful people are 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 born because they're like, yo, I'm gonna do something different. And I don't care what anyone else thinks. And they they find their own lane, which is them. They're not like anyone else because they decided to do it themselves. It's like yeah, I think think that I like that. No, it's color very, outside the lines. Yeah. That's your next shirt, though. You make that shirt. That was your idea right there, bro. You it's gotta make to that cut, shirt. Color, color outside, outside the, the lines. lines, and literally get that whole every day. Just color outside the logo. Wow. There you go, man. Yeah. Collab, oh, yeah. hey, I gotta get to work. Let's bro. go, bro. Where hey, open that Photoshop right now. <laughs> Let's bro. go. Let's get this started. Yo, uh, you got any other words of wisdom to say to the the you young anything, artists? Outside? You got anything for us? Yeah, you know both of us. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if you have anything that you want to ask us, oh, I do want like like how long is how long could this podcast be? I see you look at your uh, phone at this point. I'm like, oh, oh we gotta wrap it up. <laughs> I look at my phone because people because people hit me up. Oh, I thought we were going to to, to the industrial complex. Uh, oh, conspiracy we're we're going the Joe Rogan route. Yeah. This is a three hour. This hey, is yeah. Alex Jones. It's yeah. the aliens. Hey, it's the aliens. You're gonna talk to Zayo, Joe Rogan shit for hours. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah, yeah. I thought we were getting into it, bro. I, I love that whole thing. We're not, bro. Are we no, gonna talk no, about vaccines right now? Because no, that's what's hot right now. There's no time limit here. There's no awesome. There's nothing, bro. We're, I will tell you the time club. limit though. I gotta take off this hoodie because I am being cooked right now, oh, yeah. bro. I told you it was gonna get. You high did high say high. that. I, you I was like, yo, that. by the way, you're wearing a hoodie. Speak directly into it, not above it. Me? Uh, my yeah. bad. These are, these are new. We, we got the new luxury mics out here, bro. I'm used to the broke mics. <sighs> my guy Harvey's shirt. I said I, I didn't know I was not gonna take off my shirt. Yeah, you're fine. G Harvey. Yeah. G Harvey. You're making your own your own uh, clothing now, right? Yeah. That's this is got. a hoodie and a hat I had on, and it's funny because like this guy has to do a lot with it. Like, when I was a kid, I used to draw a lot of, like, marine biology artwork, and I thought I was going to be the next guy, Harvey. 
And then, like, I always looked at his signature. I'm like, how the fuck? Because he nailed his signature. Always, and I've man. seen it in person. Like, I met him twice in person. His signature is almost like you can measure it out, and it's this exact signature every And when he does time. it, it's the same. He just has it. Same. Like, hand style. Same lens. Same everything. I, I have a shirt signed to me, dedicated. I put it next to his original, his, his original this signature, the same thing. And it's funny because like now after years, you seen how I sign now. Yeah. I pretty much sign exactly like Guy Harvey has in like the same lens, same everything. It looks copied every time. So I, I did exactly what he did. Like steal it's like, like an artist. Yeah, it's like like steal like an artist. And at the same time, it's like oh now it was much easier than what I thought it was. Like, it like it's like it looked visually. I mean, you make you made it. You made it like you know a. Uh, uh, not like a trademark, but like it's it's recognizable. You know, it's something that people see and they're like, oh, that's a coin sign. It's funny because I was gonna wear the one where it's your signature in the yeah. front, and I was like, "No, nah, let me wear this one." That's a good one. That's I actually was gonna ask you because I remember uh, seeing something about like when you were doing these art prints or artworks, like someone they were like copying them or they were like trying to scam oh people. Jesus, how do you? How does that even? How do you control that? And then also the resellers. If we can go into that. Yeah, you uh, got resellers on your shit. Yeah. That's when you know you're doing. Yeah, I got resellers. <laughs> yeah, <one yesterday. laughs> I had one yesterday. Like literally, like I was like, sheesh. I'm like, damn, that was blatantly open. I'm like, that's going straight on eBay. But I, I, I memorized the numbers on purpose that I gave them to see if they show up online. So if you're listening to this, you're better off blocking out that number. I'm gonna find out who you are. And what do you do? Do you just not sell them to them? Do you block them out? What's uh, your so, it's it's very difficult. So. From an artist's point of view, like you don't want like, like feel like you're being finessed that you could have sold your work for hire. But from a standpoint as an audience, it's like it's a good thing they're reselling your work because like you're relevant enough where they want people want it. Because if you didn't have a resale market, people wouldn't want to kind of collect you. So it's like I gotta learn how to deal with it. But then going to your question where the guy like blatantly in front of my face ripped off my artwork and literally told his followers, he screenshotted my work. And he goes like, which one do you want to see me copy? Wow. Like literally no, no filter Holy whatsoever. Shit. He literally said like, do you want this bill or do you want that bill? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And I called him out. I'm like, yo, bro, like, like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. Like, 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 get out, like, do your lane. You know what this guy responds to me with? Get off my dick. Wow! I'm like, well, you're on his dick. Yeah, like, yeah. Or like, he's on your he's dick. On my pause, dick. Like, he's like, you have pause. It? Yeah, like, I'm like, what do you mean, get off of yours? You're chalking my, my style. Dick. You're stealing everything of mine. How is how, do you have any legal uh, advice I could do? It's not worth it. It's not worth suing a nobody because you're you're gonna get into like more legal fees and you're mm -hmm. gonna collect from him. Right, you just have to let you gotta your, let it all your go. audience know that. Let them know he's a phony, mm -hmm. and even at that point, it's fucking hard. There's a big line that you that you know, like Jay Z says, "Don't feed the birds." Yeah. So if no one knows who the fuck you are, I want to keep it that way. The second I expose that person, I just expose that person to a complete different platform yeah. that can probably not afford my work. Yeah. That's gonna hit him up to bootleg one of my That's stuff. True. Yeah, and you also acknowledge you. I mean, we've dealt with issues, and I don't, like, on here, I don't mention names, I mean, for the most part. It's <laughs> <laughs> an evil grin out here. But, um, you know, when it's DJs and shit, I don't mention names. Like, I'm not going to make, I'm not going to make, I'm not going to make somebody shine off of my name. Facts. You know? So, yeah. isn't it that what the whole NFT thing is trying to do digitally, where it's like, yeah, resell it, but I still get 
a percentage off of these resales because it was originally my artwork. But now that with the blockchain, we could track every sale. So even if you put it back up or you sell your your original coin slot purchase, it still goes back to you. Yeah. So NFTs is like it's something that I'm not one to speak about perfectly because I am not knowledgeable enough in that area. But I am dropping my own NFT next month. Like I got somebody to get behind me. The good thing about it is like when you're starting to work with the certain the certain providers, like the 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 rate from gallery normally nowadays is fifty fifty. The artist gets fifty percent. The gallery gets fifty percent. Like this NFT thing favors the artist. So it's an 80-20 split for the most part when you work with servers. So the fact that like afterwards the artist decides whether he wants to get 10% royalty from now on moving forward because they decide what percentage they get after resale, like it's great. But at the same time, it's become like it's become a joke. Like because like now like you have people uploading dumb ass shit as everyone's trying to get in on it. And then like that's it comes a question where like, well what the fuck is the difference between that and a screenshot? Yeah. And a lot of people, well, everyone has like this famous one, like, well, you might have a screenshot of the Mona Lisa, but the Mona Lisa's still over there. I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter. Some people don't give a fuck. Like it's like I'm like, oh I have this paper that says it's my piece. But for the artist it is really cool where we finally take control on being able to get royalties if anyone continues to resell our work. That is definitely cool. I wanted to ask, quick question off the records. Um, this like you, There's certain stuff you can bleep in here later. This just keeps going, recorded. Uh, uh, we, can, we can cut whatever you want to. Okay. Yeah. I'll probably go back and just censor that one <laughs> person's name in there. Like you tell us whatever. I yeah. mean, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, later. So, But yeah, the whole NFT thing, like, yeah, I think that's great. But you want let's go back to the Joe Rogan shit. Uh-oh. This is like this to me. This is a big ass like they're preparing you for the matrix. Well, you think the vaccine is not the vaccine? Like the NFT is the gateway to the afterlife on a computer server. Really? Yeah. That's Why just my NFT? Opinion. But isn't NFT more of the it's the stuff where you mar- can't Oh, I get what you're saying. So they're programming us to Dude, to think like that. You not like, just here. We don't need a physical. Yeah. No. Not just that. It's like. This is gonna be really shot out. Holy fuck! I just turned to from Coinstar to Alex Jones overnight. Hey, we got a fact it's checker like, right here. Yeah. So the reason I say that, oh yeah, we got the fact checker. All right, cool. <laughs> so in my opinion, what's going on is like, are you guys familiar with the Matrix? Yeah. Well, like you get plugged into the server, and then like you kind of able to download how to fucking do Kung like Fu. Kung Fu and all this stuff, and like download skills of speaking language and stuff. What is Elon Musk working on right now? Is you not working on the neural system where the right. chip exactly like if you're handicapped, nice sends enough ways where like your legs are reprogrammed to be able to walk no, again? I saw already the video of the monkey. The monkey already with the mind pong. Like, have you seen that video yet? No. Dude, I wish like eventually you guys get the TV and put it and we could bring well, up everything. It. It's like it's it shows Where? the monkey like being able to play mind pong like pong. The Atari game with his mind, with the chip already installed in his head. He already because started studying off the behavior he was previously working on. So he, And he also said that you're going to be able to use your phone much faster than you actually using your physical phone in your head. So where this NFT is going, have you seen the movie, the the show Upload mm-hmm. on Amazon? Yeah, I saw where it. you're able to download. You don't die. You live in this thing. Yeah. Uh, recently, I think it sold for like a million dollars or something like that. The first NFT house which you're able to walk through the house and everything, hang your own artwork of the NFTs that you bought and put in this house. Wow. This to me is the beginning like of afterlife. 
if you die, you're going to be able to, all this stuff you can't obtain, you'll be able to live in this server forever in your dream home with your dream car, with your dream collection. So it's like upload for sure. It's upload. It's like upload for sure. So like yeah. to me, this is what the NFT is moving forward to. It's the afterlife. It's like uh, the Johnny Depp movie where he's uploading himself to like yeah. to live forever. That's exactly what's going on in my opinion. NFT is leading to this. The chip is leading to be able to there download all the information. We have become cyborgs. There we go. I've, even, I've seen where like, uh, there's an NFT of like, I forgot what it was, but like for example, I could sell my position in like life, like my career. Mm -hmm. Like yo, I'm gonna NFT my career, and then like obviously if you're qualified or whatever, you could take over me being me, and then I get a residual from you being me. No way, insane. But like you know, I can have somebody DJ for me, and I yeah, like yo now. Oh, here we have it here. So what's going on here is like he is playing with the analog stick currently and trying to get the ball in the circle so at this point it's like from what i've heard in the like orange, in the orange the the right now what's happening is the the neuron chip is learning the behavior of the monkey and how the brain is working right now so it's like literally studying so every time it works the monkey's being fed pieces of banana through that straw mm. so that's the incentive the positive, positive yeah. incentive is but He's still using it. Yeah. Later on in the video, what ends up happening is they they start um they unplug the analog, so the monkey is can see now is studying its behaviors of mind. It's like it's like but a it, fucking Bluetooth. Couldn't shit. you say that's it's creepy as literally? Fuck. See, look what, look at the analog. Is this? But we could be living that right now. We could be unplugged. He's not plugged in. He's not plugged no. in at all. So at it's this point, it's th he's learning. The he mind knows. is already taking yeah. over. The chip is thinking. Have you seen the, the Matrix recently when you watch it? Like, yeah, it's yeah, happening I now. Recently. I saw last You're like, I saw it last month. Wait, really? This yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> then I tried to watch the second one and I couldn't. Yeah. Uh, it, the the series went on some other shit. Yeah. But nah, you see it? And now he is no longer using the analog stick. It's no longer connected. Now is the neuron chip working in full effect. No. And now way. it's going to expert mode. So now the monkey's playing above your standards of the game. Hey, yeah. All because of the help of the chip. But there's also people saying because it's a neural link video that it's fake. I've heard that too, but a lot of stuff they say like it's that the video part is fake. That it's like no, that because the, like they made it themselves, like just showing that they progressed. But realistically, it's not real, like not yet. That's what they're like. It's like, tweaked. I mean, yeah, like until the monkey starts talking, people yeah. are gonna are the gonna monkey's gonna turn around and be like, "Yo, this shit's real." <laughs> 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 I just had the mic on, but have you guys heard of Earth Two? No. That's basically why NFT was created. Is that what the whole avatar thing where you it's live like, in a it's, new it's world? A real life thing. And right now, like Elon Musk just bought all of Times Square in Earth 2. Like he owns all of Times Square. Like there are people buying properties in a digital space right now. Like it's super crazy. So it's, I mean, pretty much what you were saying, man. I, I, that's what I think is so the way this is going. Ready Player One? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like that. Essentially, yeah. In have a different you, sense, one of my favorite is Westworld, but like season two. Oh, I haven't that, been able to see bro, it, bro. It's a good show, bro. Yeah. But that scene where, where I think it's the end where he's like stuck in his loop, and then you're not sure if it, what's going on. Yeah, yeah you're, but you're not sure if he's real or he's yeah. artificial. It's like 
that should trim me off for like three days. It's, right, like, it's like what you said. You're like, wait, but what if, if it's a simulation? We could be unplugged and we're just running free in the simulation right I now. I tell this thing to my friend all the time. I'm like, what's the difference between like not knowing that this is a simulation as we speak now? Because like how many times, like a perfect example, which I, one of my favorite movies of all time is The Truman Show. Mm. It's like, um, literally, it's like the whole, his whole life. That's another movie I saw recently. I saw uh, like both one. of them like during like peak quarantine. I was like, yo, let me watch these movies that are supposed to be what we're. Did you see the Eternal Sunshine of like I forgot? Spotless, Spotless Mind. Mind. I've seen. I haven't seen it recently. All that stuff is like this stuff was being spoken about like way before. Like is they say that to this day, if it wasn't for the Truman Show, we wouldn't have reality TV, because the Truman Show was the first one to explain. What Dude, I saw it when TV I saw was. it. Re I mind you, I saw it last year. Like it was so crazy to see like the like the movie itself being 20 years old you know like it's ahead of its time for yeah. the time it is and it's currently a lot of this stuff is happening now mm -hmm. the matrix is happening now it's like the whole like this is the real world like, yeah or like it's in the beginning oh, stages. this is gonna be a good example i'm glad you saw the, the matrix recently sheesh yo get me hey, a bottle this, of liquor bro this podcast, <laughs> this podcast is about to be two rounds so Oh, for real? We're getting liquor? No, oh, no, no, stay no, no. no more. Oh, he brought it. Let's go. Getting, so that scene in The Matrix where we remember, like, he's fed up so much already. Where it's like, like, fuck Morpheus. Like, I, I want to go back to this fake world I was living mm -hmm. in. And he sits down with Agent Smith and he tells him, like, I know this steak is not real. Yeah. Like, but ignorance is bliss. I could I could chew it. I could taste it. I know it's not real, but ignorance, ignorance is bliss. I experienced a similar concept oh my god those are our prices so not it's bad. real money for like Period. tiny pieces of land per tile bro like no nah, hell no you could keep that fucking world too bro <laughs> too expensive for my <clears throat> jerusalem so eventually they're gonna own you but yeah the the the, the, the digital version what was that was well, a social experiment isn't that where like they're they're creating a copy of you already by yeah. studying your algorithm and everything you look at and like literally i created a copy of you so that that scene where he's sitting down with the steak so i caught covid in december and i wasn't able to taste for two and a half months anything but it was the weirdest experience because i love steak and it, i reminisce with that scene i'm eating a piece of steak but i can't taste it but my memory went back to the time where I could taste that steak and fill in the gap of what that steak once tasted like. Wow. So your brain produced the taste? The taste enough where like, now I know you can't taste it. Your brain filled that void. That filled that void. Like now I remember what it tastes like so I can continue eating this. It's almost like that Matrix scene. Yeah. Literally, it's like, it's like, I can't taste it. I know it's not real. I know like I have the COVID, but I can I remember when I tasted it and this is what it tasted like. So I could continue eating the steak even though it has no flavor. That shit was trippy as F to me, bro. Like super, super trippy. It's like, wow, this is everything that's happening right now. It's like the beginning stages. And you know who knows a lot about this? And I'll name drop him because he's like me and him are really cool about this. Remy. Yeah. Remy from Shoe Gallery, bro. That guy knows a lot about everything that's going on right now. Yeah. Like, no, and he always been, was. Yeah, he's always been. Always has been. Like, uh, let me tell you something about Remy. That, like, shout out to Remy, bro. Remy's one of the coolest yeah. dude I met. Remy, super OG in the sneaker scene, Shoe Gallery, Facts. legend, legend. So let's say he made 
everyone relevant what Bitcoin was yeah. before Bitcoin was even a fucking thing, bro, here in Miami. If and he we had this conversation, I told him, Remy, bro, if you would have like invested in Bitcoin when you were talking about this, you would have been probably close to a trillionaire, bro. Mm-hmm. Like because like he literally caught when he it was clothing. Sense, he made clothing. He made clothing of payment options and one of them was Bitcoin. Yeah. This whole thing is mind blowing. I'm definitely it's crazy because like now it's like you look back at it now and you're like how we used to say like, man, how can our parents not know how to use a basic phone? And now we're becoming our parents where like there's so much technology at yeah. this point where it's like every single I day. can't catch up with this technology. Now we're talking about like shit where like what what see what people don't understand is like COVID accelerated the future. So now it's like having all these people stuck in their fucking houses going crazy. It's like, oh, well, I have time to work on stuff now. So now like we like all the technological investments like like that we fell back on, now we have advanced all of them. Like literally move forward. Now like these NFTs are coming out. The virtual reality is coming out. Like the Sonos, I think they're called now, like the shit that you put on, mm-hmm. it's gonna reach a point where you're not gonna leave your house. Mm-hmm. Now you're gonna be able to check in into Amazon, walk the store in your world two thing, mm-hmm. shop, pick whatever, <laughs> and you're gonna get in your doorstep within an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So it's gonna reach a point where you're not it's funny because they, they've been hinting this stuff to us Movie so long. Shit, like, shit. what's this shit? Not, what's the fucking Blade Runner? Yeah, in the yeah, first yeah. one, he has that chick, the CGI, like the 3D thing comes, starts falling in love with him, gets all this stuff. Like, this is starting to happen now with this. Like, people are telling me, mm-hmm. it's going to sound gross as hell. They're like, the second you get those headsets, you'll never see the porn the same way. I've heard the same shit. They're like, once you go there, you literally think you're with a woman on yeah, those yeah. headsets, it's bro. It's, it's like crazy. Like, so now it's like, well, it goes to the scene of Demolition Man where he finally hooks up with Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah. And they're not making contact. They're literally fucking themselves through a fucking help. He like, freaks out. And he freaks out. He's like, bro, I want to grab you. I want to touch you. Like, no, this is the safest way for sex. All it's this is happen. happening now, bro. We're in the beginning stages of this. And I feel like it freak, It should freak everyone the fuck <laughs> out at this point because people are too calm about this. And it's really happening. It's, it's like... It's- they're too calm because there's so many other things happening. So yeah. we're in a microwave society. So if if nothing keeps our focus on it, we're gonna forget. Goldfish, bro. Literally, what's crazy about this whole thing right now? It's like, have you not been hearing? They've been fucking hinting to us for the past year. Hey guys, there's such thing as aliens, mm-hmm. and no one's paying no attention. One's the Pentagon is telling you guys like, hey, bro. By the way, by the way, there's aliens. For sure. And like, hey, hey, Rico, how's your um, how's your non CG like right. GMO sandwich? Right. They're like, guy, there's aliens. So are you linking up with your girl today? Everyone's completely like ignoring the fact that the government is now bro, openly telling we, you there's aliens. There's information thrown at us every second, yeah, bro. So Social much. media. Everyone's yeah. on multiple apps at the same time like it, it's it's crazy but that's the reason why like i i even think about it myself i'll randomly be like oh shit there's aliens oh shit look like this girl's ass you get me <laughs> yeah. goldfish memory aliens girl's yeah ass. yeah everything so. so all this stuff that's going on in the news that's happening uh, wrap it up real quick i know you gotta go it's like it's they're distracting you from what's really happening behind closed doors how did everyone forget about the um the epstein shit the, everyone f- literally forgot like that this girl was about to snitch everyone mm-hmm. and their effing mother mm-hmm. about sure. who's a sex offender who's touching kids yeah. everything's like wait perfect timing COVID stepped in the picture yeah. now we forgot about that whole thing for all we know that girl's like eight, f- eight feet dead. down dead. Dead. Yeah. dead and for, then for months 
because there's no follow-up with it. Like, we're quick to cover it up. Like, that whole alien stuff and everything, like, that's been going on. Elon Musk shooting stuff into space nonstop. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, now the new one, if an alien does show up, they're saying, like, oh, that's all Elon Musk, SpaceX, that just came crashing back into orbit. So now mm-hmm. it's an explanation now. It's yeah, like, yeah. don't worry about it. We can cover that up some more. It's like... Mm-hmm. There's a video that just came out like literally less than a month ago about the three triangle mm-hmm. spaceships outside of the other coast of California yeah. on a battleship of the U.S. government. They themselves released a file. They're like, hey, guys, we want to let you know there's such thing as aliens. And they're like, Well, they didn't cool. say that. They said un- unidentified. Unidentified because they don't use that term no more. But that's the thing. That's 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 the other thing. So that's their out. And yeah. <clears throat> I mean, they've always said unidentified, unidentified. So, I mean technically this is from a military standpoint when that said that could be fucking sulano fulano that built his own fucking plane Mm -hmm. that's flying the russian yeah or it could be a russian it could be literally a a, you know a fucking tech millionaire that built his fucking floating helicopter and it's not sanctioned by whatever whatever so when you hear ufo it's a an unidentified Unidenti- unidentified <laughs> flying object. I'm ESOL, bro. Yeah, ESOL. I was an ESOL to like fucking high school, I'm bro. I'm bro. I said some shit the other day like that I translated from Spanish to English like without thinking and somebody was like, <laughs> But yeah, UFO is an unidentified flying object. And we still didn't get it right. Unidentified. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Round right of applause, guys. That was good. Hey. That was good. That was good. We got it. We got it locked in. Right. It's that's what it could be. It could be yeah, a fucking. It, it could be a, a, a even a, a what's a called? drone. A drone, the shit you fly. Yeah, that too. Could be an NFT. Bro. Could be an it NFT. Could be an NFT. Everything is an NFT right now. Everything is an NFT. We're gonna NFT this portion of the podcast. Yep. Before we go, can I ask you a question? Talk to me. I was overhearing when I got here. I got here late, but you were talking about the TikTok thing. How like kids are becoming famous, more famous than actual artists. Have been grinding for years, something like that. And then later on, you mentioned that artists and DJs, everyone should like get with the times and like, you know, not get with the times, but like adapt. Shouldn't we adapt and start doing TikTok shit? Then? Well, I feel everything happened for a reason. Like, so like to me, I am very into conspiracy theories. So mm-hmm. when I was told I was going to jump on TikTok when it first started. Mm-hmm. But what happened when it first started? Do you remember? China, they blamed the Chinese. The whole China They're stealing everything. Info I'm very big on fucking privacy okay, and information. Sense. So I'm like, I'm not jumping on that wave yet. Mm-hmm. But then all these kids, they're like, oh, what's privacy? We weren't born with that. We never had privacy. <laughs> we had privacy. Yeah, yeah. We know what it is. We know what it is. So like, I'm trying. So like, they're like, oh, my whole life has been exposed. Like, what's sure? Whatever. Hack my stuff. They blew up. Mm-hmm. They did it. But I was always skeptical. And now it's almost like I try to jump on the wave now. And so I'm like, I'm not going to jump in front of a fucking camera. I look like an idiot. Too. Oh, like, I mean, you don't even have like, to do that. Like, like yeah. <laughs> I understand that. Like, you part. Get me? I understand so, that aspect of thinking about it, but you don't even have to do that. Now I started putting videos of like me drawing and yeah, putting yeah. it on there and that. But what, what I meant more of saying, it's like when I started the whole thing, it's like you have people that aren't real artists doing this because they know that there's a big art category on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So like th- I think there's a big difference between an actual artist jumping on TikTok to expand his horizon and his platform and jump on a new social media platform compared to the guy that just wants to do it for the likes yeah, yeah, for the click. but is getting the acknowledgement that he doesn't really that deserve. he doesn't deserve or whatever it is and that's what leads him to now in his head he goes like 
I know what a DJ is, which is very funny. These same TikTokers, I went to this whole party. Dude, I'm like, oh, play some DMX. He was only able to play like one party DMX. Up. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so to me, like, oh, wait, you only knew about this because it just recently came out. So you never done the research until like, and that's another thing. A lot of these DJs, luckily you and you, you guys are knowledgeable enough in music areas and devoted like, you could change up anywhere from, um, John Mayer to like them rap to DMX, to, DMX yeah. to Bad Bunny to IV Queen. These kids don't have the ability where they study enough knowledge to be able to say, like, oh, I'm a real DJ. These are just people are jumping on, to, on TikTok like, what's hot? Which goes back to the same thing I was saying, like how many models are losing their gigs to Instagram, Instagram models that have never, they don't know how to walk runway. Mm. No, they don't know what it is they like. Know base. Even, they don't know how to pose. Even for brand deals, they're ruining it because they're taking so much less money. So like a, a brand will be like, I can pay a thousand, a uh, thousand of these girls five hundred dollars each instead of paying you five thousand dollars or whatever it is. So it's kind of, uh, it is ruining it. But I guess we gotta kind of like adapt to it and kind of take like stomp on these people that don't mean shit no yeah we tell them like that's why i said earlier like i'm like yo we gotta let these guys not be scared to let them know like yo yeah. you ain't shit you gotta stomp on it's them, like man. teach me what you could really do mm -hmm. call them out let them know what's up like well if you call yourself a dj like tell me about this transition tell me the audio compared to this and how are you spinning are you spinning on class are you spinning on i'm not familiar with the terms sorry don't butcher yeah, yeah, me yeah. it's like it's like <laughs> all these terms like oh no uh well i don't know how to use vinyl I'm like well are you really a dj then like like are you teach everything from the fundamentals as an artist like i know rembrandt all these other classical artists picasso jackson pollock everything all these styles to create my own style i just feel like everyone to like to clear up what i said earlier i feel like if you're gonna jump on tiktok and you really are an artist or a musician and are serious about your craft be serious because you generally like it and you want to get better on it don't just jump on it because nowadays a bunch of motherfuckers see like oh uh i saw it on tiktok i think i can make it better yeah. but i have no prior experience i feel like everyone should get on every brand new the second like gary v said the second a new platform for social media opens up get jump on it asap yeah. get your handle yeah. and get on it at this point if if it happens again it could be the fucking Russians, the Germans, whatever. <laughs> and they got the it. platform on the fucking first one on the frontier. But I'm like, that's, get that coin sign name on there. That's where I'm getting at. I think that we need to, because we're, uh, I've noticed, because a lot of my DJ friends, we say the same shit. I've said it too. Like, I'm not jumping on TikTok. It's just being old. Yeah. And like, I not, finally not, got on there. Yeah. yeah. And not tr wanting to open open up, you know, like yeah. new new shit. But now, like, it's time. Like, fuck Yeah, and there's shit. a way you could do it where it's like, you're not jumping yeah, well, I'm on not, it and I'm not do it a fad. And cast, don't. I know you're not gonna do it, but please don't get drunk and start dancing on no TikTok shit. <laughs> yeah, don't please, worry. we don't like. I don't want to see any of my DJ. You don't want to see me. <laughs> I saw some funny shit though. Like they do like the TikTok dances, but like to hardcore rap. Oh my god! Nah. <laughs> I, there's some good ones on there. There's some real good ones on there that I love it because I. This is one Mexican kid that like he he has said he makes fun with that little wide app where it makes their nose really mm -hmm. wide and like it takes me back with the memories of when my mom goes like son las cinco la mañana te vas a trabajar and then like he's like mm -hmm. like that shit to I me think, like I, I relate to I that think yeah, those are, I think those are the tick bro I sent it to Nico the TikTok of the Ikea worker dude have y'all seen that one I'm not sure bro it's this guy and it's like it's just pretty much he reenacts like a um retail retail scenario and it, it's like Dude, it's he he does the 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 guest that comes in. He's like, oh, you just lost a customer, and he's like, you think I give a fuck? Oh yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you think I care? He's like, you think I own this IKEA? 
thing you know that I'm halfway through my two week notice and I have zero <laughs> care. Like he just goes <laughs> off, dude. He says all the fucking like super good when he's like he's like well. He's like, I'm not shopping here anymore, and I'm gonna tell my friends. He's like, you want me to tell them for you? I can yeah. call them right now. That's that new one that I whole like he, when they just like reply right away, and then they're like the change of voice with the drastic music dude, behind the it, music yeah, behind the, it, yeah, with the with the movie yeah. music and shit. That's the thing. I think there's something for everyone on every platform. It's just staying to what you want to do and not trying to like be corny and shit. Will Smith is a prime example. It's there now. Like Will Smith, his social media platform yeah, jumped on a stupid late, and then like he's one of the head. TikTokers that had Instagram accounts on Instagram well, and TikTok. He, the interview that I, I think it was the Breakfast Club where they asked him, and he's like, look, man, like we were born with privacy. We know what privacy is like. And celebrities back then in the 90s were very private. Facts. Like you barely catch a glimpse of us. You know, paparazzi had to find us. But now we're in the age where you need to be out there. And I didn't know that. But now I do. So I'm going to be super out there. And he's fucking out there. Like every single app, trailer, every app. They literally and, call the paparazzi's on themselves just to yeah. get documented now. Yeah. They're like, yo, I'm here. I'll <laughs> yeah. be leaving. Or the, the random guy with the voice like, oh, Will Smith. <laughs> and it's Will Smith with the fucking voice changer. Like, <laughs> he's at the... I'm leaving. Okay, we'll be there right now. All right, thanks, guys. <laughs> I'm like, leaving Catch yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I think that's a good way to wrap up the interview then. Like, I think we touched base on pretty much oh, everything. Everything, everything yeah. yeah. Like, we made it a two-point, a two. I like it. It's it went from artists to conspiracy to NFTs and... Pot, potting. Two, and not dancing drunk on TikTok <laughs> and DJing, so... But, yo, tell them where you can, they can find you virtually or in real life or well, hopefully, hopefully, I'm able to buy some property on the world number two. And I own <laughs> half of Tokyo. And I'll call it the United States of Coinslot Tokyo. But you can find me right now on Instagram under Coinslot. And see, I have a Twitter, but I barely use it. It's uh, Coinslot will eat all. I just jump on there to read on cheese man drama and and if they want to cop any of your art or any of your merch. um the website for the clothing it's coinslotworldwide.com and if they're trying to buy any artwork from me just reach out to me on dms i don't like to i've been fortunate enough where i'm able to sell my artwork pretty fast so i don't have time to just upload it on a website wait for it yeah. to sell it sells pretty accurately fast online so if you're trying to buy artwork just hit me up online pretty much on the dm i respond to everybody just just don't ask me like this is a worst fucking question to ask somebody it's like how much for your art that's like walking into full locker and asking how much for a shoe it's right. like can yo, i get a like, beer yeah like what beer? Well, what beer what drink like he's like be accurate if you're gonna reach out to me and you want a commission like say what you want what size you want whatever in your budget so we won't be wasting each other's time just going front and back with pointless questions to tell me at the end like oh i fuck with your work like, like I'm, as humble as i'm trying to say i'm not trying to say arrogant it's like you're busy. I'm not going to try to take up all your time just to let, at the end, tell you, like, I had Thank no you, interest bro. in buying anyway. Yeah. I just wanted to talk to you. Yeah. It's like, come so correct. Come correct. No, you're not. Like, let people know, this is what I want. This is what I'm trying to get. This is a time frame, and this is what I can spend. If if it works between our means for you and me, we'll rock out a piece as soon as we possibly have a time slot for you. Fire. Well, yo, we appreciate you coming through. Thank you for having me. It was a great experience, and talking about stuff and hopefully I don't get canceled nah nah everybody definitely gonna go back a lot of more shit to discuss this is, this is gonna turn there will be a a part two or part three actually because we just did part two <laughs> I definitely the part two I feel like we like look into the whole like having you talk We I wish I would have been talking from the beginning if you would have yeah, came yeah. in talking about the whole like alien and NFTs and all that stuff because I definitely think we were onto something which got everybody to be like hmm 
he's not no, wrong. No. It's uh, like I'm gonna go watch that could happen. Westworld and Matrix. Again let's, now. let's take that shot though. What's up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. let's go. The yeah, shot's yeah. already served for you, bro. I think I may have poured a little bit too much, but cheers. Thank you for having us. Semi radio, we out. We out. Peace.